Today at five o'clock in the morning, I'm just going to share my stream of consciousness, thoughts that are coming to me as I sit in the early hours of the morning with my cup of warm water and essential oils um, quietly in my office, doing my morning routine, getting ready for my day. Hi, I'm Lisa M.K. Ling. Welcome to One Small Thing. So, what do I want to say today? Hmm, I'm not sure. And therein lies the beauty. I have realized I don't need to know everything. (laughs) It is such a freeing thought. I don't need to know. I don't need to have everything all figured out. I don't need to have my whole day figured out, my whole week figured out, my whole life figured out. I don't need to and I keep reminding myself of that now remember this is coming from a type a lister you know obsessive compulsive like get it done person right so this is I guess the balance of that and it's important to remember that balance if I was like a the opposite if I was like a you know born in Hawaii surfer girl completely chill laid back then maybe I would need a little more you know needing to know but that's not how I was raised I was raised quite strictly with a lot of discipline a lot of structure martial arts um, a lot of rules and those served me well Um, and I also needed to learn the other side of that which is letting go making space for the mystery the miracles and the magic if you've got everything all figured out all the time and your day is wrapped so tightly where's the space for miracles to come in where's the space for you to even see and feel any magic at all because it's all so tightly scheduled and your linear monkey brain has got everything completely tied up there's no space so sitting with that energy just take a deep breath and just let some of that go let some of that tight grip go if you're at the beach and you want to hold sand in the palm of your hand what's the best way to get the most sand in there is to have an open hand an open palm the more you squeeze it tight you squeeze out all that sand you squeeze out all the magic I grew up making tight fists <laughs> with karate completely tight fists no light coming in at all and there's a power to that and there's a beauty in that and then later on in life I learned how to have an open hand how to let go of so many of my firm beliefs and things that I thought were just absolutely rooted in stone and let go of some of the things that didn't serve me all the things that I thought were 
true at different points in my life, a lot of those things came crashing down. You can read the stories in all the books I've written and will write. They're all in there. But if things are coming crashing down for you or they feel like they're crashing down, maybe, just maybe, it's happening for a reason. There's a beautiful deck of cards that I have, a Zen tarot deck. It's called Osho Zen Tarot. O-S-H-O. It's my favorite card deck. And there's a card in there called, one of the cards is called Sorrow. And it has this picture of this elderly man, balding, wearing a robe, and he's just kind of hunched over, and he looks so sad. And I pulled that card the other day. And I thought, oh, it seemed kind of ominous. But then I read it, and it had a really amazing message, which is that in times of great pain and great challenge and great difficulty, that therein lies the possibility for great transformation. And that pain is not meant to make you miserable. It's meant to make you awake. It's meant to wake you up so that you can do something about it, so that you can change things. Because if you don't like the way something is, do something about it. On the inside, we can't always change our outer circumstances. We're not always in control of all that. The people in our lives, the money we have, the work that's available, the relationships, it's not just all up to us. We're co-creating that with the people around us. But the one thing we are 100% in charge of all the time is our inner world. Our thoughts, our emotions, our actions. Body, mind, spirit. Head, heart, hands. However you want to call it. We are in charge of this. Nobody can insert a thought into your head. They can tell you things over and over and over again, hoping that you will believe it. And maybe as a child you do. But then as an adult, you get to decide whether those thoughts and beliefs are continuing to serve you. You get to take each brick out of that wall of beliefs, that brick wall of beliefs that you think is so solid. Take each brick out and look at it. Is it working or is it not working? And tell yourself the truth. Because if it's not working, you get to let it go. And replace it with a different belief, a different brick that supports you in a different way. And at different times in our life, we need to do this. The brick wall does come crashing down because it's mostly made out of fear. It's mostly made out of fear-based thoughts, fear-based actions, and fear-based emotions. And by fear, I don't just mean the feeling of being afraid. I mean all the negative emotions from doubt, the, the smallest little inkling of doubt, all the way down through worry, fear, um, being afraid, guilt, shame, sadness, anger, revenge, blame, all the way down to depression. All those are the fear-based emotions. And they're not bad. They have a reason for existing. 
they tend to wake us up. Because if they're happening over and over and over again, which certainly happened for me at different periods of my life, there is an opportunity to use those negative emotions, to use that fear, to use that pain as a catalyst to make change in your life. And I know that not everybody is willing to do this. Not everybody is willing to examine themselves and really look inside. It's much easier to blame everyone else around you. And if you find yourself blaming everyone else around you, then I suggest inserting a red flag in your mind. It's something I did during a time in my life when I was blaming everybody. I had my finger pointing out and I didn't see the three fingers that were pointing back at me. And later when I realized this, I inserted a red flag in my mind and I decided that whenever I think everybody else is an asshole, (laughs) I better look at the one common denominator in that whole equation, which is me. Me, that's right. When I think everybody else is an asshole, I need to look at myself and what am I doing to contribute to that situation. I'm not talking about blame. I'm talking about response ability. Response ability. My ability to respond. And ultimately, I didn't want to be right. I wanted to be happy. And that required really examining myself and being willing to let go of certain concepts that I had to be right all the time, that I was in competition with everybody, that that self-righteous, you know, anger that everybody else is against me and damn it, they better get in line, you know, and I'm not saying that it's, it's all one-sided, it's not. But everybody does play a part. And you definitely play a part in what you create in your life. And I play a part in what I create in my life. And just thinking, you know, of how things have changed, how drastically things have changed from 15 years ago, 15, 16, 17 years ago until now, when I had really young kids and I was literally like sitting on my bed in Jakarta with my head in my hands, you know, just completely torn apart, feeling completely disconnected from myself, shouting at my kids every single day, not understanding my purpose in life, why I'm here, and not really having a deep connection with my husband, and just feeling very isolated and alone, and not understanding how life works and how the world works and just wanting to not feel split and not feel angry and resentful and just wanting to feel peace. I remember the first time I read that phrase, a calm, still presence. Oh my gosh, I read it in a book somewhere and it just took my breath away. It was so far from what I felt I was. It took my breath away when I read those words. Another deep breath. (laughs) And now, it's pretty much the opposite. 
not only do I feel like I'm a calm, still presence, but life, the chaos of life, you know, it still exists at some level, but it doesn't touch me anymore. You know, people still go through things. A lot of my students, clients, family members, there are births, there are deaths, there are sicknesses, there are successes, there are failures, there are challenges, there's a pandemic, there's there's all of these things still, but it just doesn't touch me anymore. It doesn't disturb my peace. It's almost like, I feel like my awareness has risen above it. And I don't mean to sound like holier than thou or something. I mean to say that this is possible. It's possible to transform yourself. And that's actually the first step, is believing that it's possible and wanting it. We don't allow ourselves to want something if we don't think it's possible. Because why would you do that? Why would you want something or hold out hope for something if you can't have it, right? And that's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm saying this today, to let you know that it is possible. That in those deepest, darkest moments, when you literally are pulling your hair out and you think you're completely off the path, there's a reason for that moment. And in that moment, there's a potential for tremendous, the beginning of tremendous transformation. That rock bottom moment, that bottom of the V is the turning point. And from there, there's only one direction, up in a different direction than the one you came in. Not to retrace your steps, but to find a new way. If things aren't working, let them go. And as soon as you do that, you make space inside yourself. And guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna see, you're gonna start to see all those miracles and all that magic come in. You don't need to know. You don't need to know where it all goes. Just make space for not knowing and just watch and pay attention. Pay attention to the signs. They will show up guaranteed, absolutely 100% guaranteed. They will show up and they will point you in the right way the way that you're meant to go, which is different for everybody. Maybe a book. Someone suggests a book that you read. Maybe you come across a person. You meet them and you're like, oh, they're cool. And they show you a certain possibility or they say something. I remember when we first moved to Arlington, went to the library, and I was feeling so... Mm, What's the word? Like I needed to go out and like, pursue my career and yet we I knew that our family needed to get solid we had moved and moved and moved and moved and we needed to establish a stable grounding here and that took energy from me to focus on that and we went to the library and I was talking to the librarian and she said something that brought tears to my eyes because it was exactly what I needed to hear in that moment she said you don't get a do-over when it comes to raising your kids. And that's what I needed to hear in order to see what I was doing as important. 
because the whole world tells you that raising your kids is not important. It doesn't earn any money and you can outsource it to somebody else. (laughs) Well, guess what? If you want to do it the way you want to do it right the first time, you need to do it yourself, at least part of it. And I needed to, I needed to do it in the way I wanted to do it. I'm not judging anybody else for all the choices they make, but for me, I needed to value what I was doing and feel like I was doing a good job. And that's exactly what I needed to hear in that moment. And that got me another few steps along the path. And that's all you need. You don't need the be all end all answer. You're not gonna take some massive leap from way down in the pit to out of the pit. It's a process of slowly, you know, starts with just lighting a candle in the dark. And just that one tiny little candle gives off a little bit of light. And from there, you can see a bit more, a few steps ahead of you, and you take those few steps. And then you find somebody who also has a candle, and then you have two candles. And together, you work, you move forward. And so it goes, and you gradually get out of that pit of difficulty, of pain, of despair, of loss of hope, of whatever. And then as one of my clients said, you know, she said, you threw me a lifeline to get out of the pit. And she said, now I can stop myself from falling into that pit. I go to the edge and I look in, but I don't fall in. And that's a level of awareness a level of tools, a level of control over yourself that you can develop with practice. There's a four-step relationship transformation process with the relationship with yourself. That's what I teach through all of the things that I do. My books, classes, coaching, courses, transformation circles. It's not any different for someone age 7 to age 77. I work with kids, I work with adults, I work with elderly people. I've seen it happen over and over and over again. Anybody can do it. It just takes wanting it, setting an intention, moving that into action, which means practice, and developing a commitment, and then watching out and celebrating your results. Intention plus action equals results. It's a cycle that goes around and around and around. You set an intention, okay, I want that. Then you take action, you practice, you commit, you find the right tools, you read the books, you do the work, you join the group, you get the program, you you do what it takes. And then you watch for the results and you reflect back. And you celebrate. You're like, oh, wow, that worked. Okay, I'm going to do more of that. Or that that thing didn't work. I'm going to let that go. And you don't need to know the entire path. You don't need to have it completely laid out. You just need to put one foot in front of the other and know that you can. And eventually, you get to a place where all the chaos of life doesn't bother you so much you're able to hold your energy your vibe your joy not only for yourself but also for those around you you're not getting sucked down by all the things by watching the news by people's bad moods 
when someone offers you a, a shit sandwich, you're able to say, no, thank you. I already ate. You go ahead. You know, you can say no. You can set boundaries. You can, you know, establish your own stable, solid, personal field of light, containment field of light for your energy, for you. Not merged and meshed with everyone in your family, including your spouse and your kids, but you. We came in as individuals, individual souls, individual bodies, individual humans. We leave as individuals, and while we're here, we join with other people. We're a herd animal, and yet we must maintain that sovereignty over ourselves. And that is something that can be reclaimed and must be reclaimed in order to be happy and rise above all the chaos. Because everybody else's stuff is not your stuff. And that's where I feel now. It's like, I don't need to carry other people's crap. I can care and not carry. And wow, what an absolute relief, especially for a mother and a woman, because women are taught to nurture and care. And as a mother, you're literally carrying your child everywhere. And then as they grow up, you have to let them go and stop carrying and still care. And it's not an easy thing to do. But wow, how freeing it is when you can. That deserves a deep breath. (laughs) Care and not carry. feel like a bird that started on the ground, stuck in the mud, gradually rose up, flew up to the top of a tree and looked at everything from that level. Not quite so entrenched in it all. And now flying and soaring high in the sky, just looking at everything from a different perspective. Not mired in all that muck at all but soaring free. My spirit feels free. And I'm so grateful for this journey. I'm so grateful for everybody who has pushed against me. Everybody that I was so angry at. All the male figures in my life, my son, my husband, my father, my father-in-law, they have been my greatest teachers, along with my children, along with everybody I've interacted with, all my students, clients, extended family, friends, Thank you. People I've liked, people I haven't liked, probably people I've pushed against the most, those those are the people who've taught me the most. Because they've shown me the cracks in my wall of beliefs. If you're not happy, do something about it. Because happiness is a choice. And you are the only one who can make that choice and solve that for yourself. It's an inside job. It's an inside job. I'm not saying that the outer world doesn't affect you, but it starts from the inside. And yes, 
Yes, you can. <laughs>